And while it's not that bad yet, my future since yesterday has been popping Advil and other various over-the-counter pain relievers because I had the nerve to fire up Wii Sports and challenge my 10-year-old to a game of Wii Tennis. It's been a while, but I used to dominate the game. At 39, though, it looks like I'm slowing down, at least digitally. Now, keep in mind, you put me in front of any ball sport in the real world, and I'll still take that 10-year-old down a peg. But it took five sets before I could win a game against him on Wii Sports, and the whole time he was flossing hard. I kept telling him, don't bite the hand that feeds you, son, because I will serve up some vegetables and starch for dinner if you don't calm down. Well, finally, I took the game all the way. One, one, one another. At the best of five, I had it down to an advantage me, and then went deuce, oh, fell behind and lost the game. Did end up feeding him some Aborio rice, though. So take that, you little punk. And with that, I advise you all to be careful when it comes to snapping back to the boss, no matter who that boss might be. Great advice today as we talk about coding, shouting, and the street as we serve up more joshing around. The worldwide event that was the royal wedding happened this weekend. And while I'm sure it was amazing to be there, am I right, Chelsea Davy? I had a ton of fun following along on Twitter using the hashtag Royal Wedding. However, the real magic was happening using the hashtag Black Royal Wedding. That's where you could learn, among other things, that the horses meant to take the happy couple away were named Storm and Tyrone. Now, I won't say much more, if only because, honestly, I don't have the street cred for it, but you can look it up and see for yourself. What I will say instead is that I'm a little jealous of Black Twitter, if only because of the community that they have. As a white guy like myself, I gotta be niche deep to find a community on that platform. In promoting the freestyle show from Friday, I received a great comment on Twitter, at Joshua Around, if you wanna check that out. On that account, I try to keep things light. The big news from the weekend, for example, was that my wife thinks plain M&Ms are so basic. In addition to revelations like that, I also drop some bonus content, and on the flip side of things, I only follow the Muppets, well, and Snoopy, but I think I'm going to stop following Snoopy because Charlie Brown can be so negative, as can be those critics of the Muppets, Waldorf and Stadler or something. I don't know, because I've stopped following them too. Otherwise, following only the Muppets really makes for a better life. While I was busy learning more about one of the many Muppets, I fell down a bit of a Muppet rabbit hole. That's when I tried to figure out how you do get to Sesame Street. Now, I don't know my New York geography well enough. It seems that for a time, Sesame Street was uptown, but now it's most certainly in Queens. Once again, unbeknownst to me, because I've never seen the bright lights of the big city, though one day I may. However, in trying to figure it out, I did learn something I didn't know. In 1996, there was a character on Sesame Street called Ronald Grump that wanted to tear it all down and build Grump Towers. Luckily, Oscar the Grouch wouldn't sell out no matter the price. I say that not to prove my Sesame Street cred, but instead to show that any news is good news and bad publicity can be good publicity. If you can hang around and weather the storm, anything's possible. I used to think politicians of the future would be coders and not lawyers. Who better to handle the upcoming problems we'll face while at the same time guaranteeing their staff has read all of the terms and conditions on websites and apps so that we can easily click I agree without giving it any mind. 
all jokes aside, our democracy's in real trouble as soon as social influencers realize they're the most easily elected. With their affability and knowledge of the media landscape, there's no office they can't attain. I can see the future, and I'm already drunk with power. <laughs> when I was courting my wife some seven years ago, we went to see the band G-Love and Special Sauce. We've seen them several times. They're amazing. The show is great. Afterwards, I saw at the merchandise table that if you spent $20 or more, you could meet G-Love. Well, what do you got that costs $20? Not wanting a t-shirt, I opted instead for some G-Love panties, which my wife still has to this day. Which is why, much to my demise, I was very disappointed at the Justin Timberlake show when I went to the merch table and found only t-shirts, no panties. I just assumed, having not gone to a lot of shows, that that was a thing they sold at concerts was an extra pair of panties in case, a la Tom Jones, you wanted to huck yours at the stage. It's not unusual for me to check out something to read from the library, but I guess it's been a minute since that something was an actual book because while I was reading this weekend, I was able to resist the urge to double-click a word I wanted to look up, but I did find myself swiping the paper to turn the page. The subject matter is a biography on Jimmy Buffett, and what I've learned is that I'm not drinking near enough to succeed. As for the book itself, well, I accidentally checked out the large print edition, and I feel like it's shouting at me. It's been a while since I quit smoking cigarettes, so I don't often enter a convenience store anymore. Back when I did, though, I remember standing online one time when an angry gentleman came in screaming, to which the clerk yelled back, Don't come in my store shouting at me! which is easy to say from behind bulletproof glass. But remember, anybody in a convenience store is in there because they have not just a want, but a need. From cigarettes to scratchers, all the way down to Andy Cap's hot fries, you're only there because you have to have something. So that clerk spoke from a position of power. It goes back to not biting the hand that feeds you, but also beware which hands you take food from. I was recently reintroduced to convenience when I went in my first Wawa. I was amazed by how clean and fresh everything was, but alas, that was just my defenses being dulled, which I found out once I ordered a convenience store sub when, upon digestion, found those processed meats still came from a corner store. I was recently reminded of someone who picks poor places to dine while I was learning about the Goldilocks economy. This is an economy that's not too hot or too cold. In other words, it sustains moderate economic growth that has low inflation, which allows a market-friendly monetary policy. And of our bull market, which has been going on strong for nine years now, it's said we hit Goldilocks levels late last year, which is fine as long as we don't get too excited, because as Sir John Templeton said, bull markets are born on pessimism, grown on skepticism, mature on optimism, and die on euphoria. So as long as we don't all fall prey to some sort of mania that causes us to turn manic when the bubble bursts, we'll be fine. While bull markets are born on pessimism, people can be born anywhere. Where you're born has a lot to do with who you are, which is why when I was in the Caribbean, I heard one question more than ever, and that was, where you born? Because so often, folks on island nations wanted to know which one of these islands you were from so they could pick up on your idiosyncrasies. Because you see, it's what separates us that truly defines us. When we break ourselves off to niches or subsects or groups, it's not because we don't like the other. It's because we want to more clearly know who we are, and that can help us all get along together. Good grief. It looks like it's time to swipe the page and close the book on this episode. I sure hope you thought everything was just right, though. 
whether you're on the A train or city bus route four, I hope you know how to get to the street because I like cold beverages and I don't mind sharing. When it comes to sandwiches, I'm the Earl for sure. Not that an ill word on Wawa would cause the Quakers to wage a shouting war. Thanks for being a part of this community. If one day you see my name on the ballot box, be sure to click I agree. In the meantime, I'll see you again when we crack the code and start joshing around.